dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from that magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas, and inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Welcome to Oracle Soup. We have a new episode. I am Gina Thies, co-hosting with my dear friend, Katrina Wynn. How's it going over there in the (laughs) west parts of north, the northwest parts, I guess, of the country? (laughs) It has been really a challenging winter weather-wise anyway. We've had some ice and frost, and we had snow here and ice for a week, which is, you know, when you're on the Oregon coast near the ocean, where it's usually very temperate, it's weird. I mean, we're not it's not that we as human beings aren't prepared for it. It's whatever human beings were here before and built our houses and put in our water lines did not anticipate this type of weather. So uh, it's, it's been challenging. I've had yes. to spend 24 hours a day sometimes watching my pipes. Yes. Well, <laughs> uh, in the great state of Texas here, we got a little little uh, wintry, icy. It, it was It was here for like two days. We actually got um a few weeks ago i looked at the temperature and it says feels like one degree so if people didn't think it it gets cold in texas it gets crazy cold but it didn't keep people from marching in dallas i noticed for the women's march (laughs) oh it was it was hot as i don't know what one day we're in the 70s the next day we're in the 30s and that's kind of the winter that we're having i think we got we've been getting some rain and so uh but i i understand and you know this was happening everywhere and so rain sleet or snow did not keep <laughs> that is so true. Like for instance, over here on the Central Oregon coast, we also had a women's march in Newport, and we had our raincoats on, and some folks brought their umbrellas, and we marched in the rain, and we were like, "That's fine with us." And we were shocked. We were expecting maybe, maybe five hundred people, but we had fifteen hundred, and that's more than ten percent of the actual population of Newport. So it was exciting. And wow. it was, it's just so, I mean, that just kind of inspired me to suggest that we kind of look at this idea of tarot and oracles and politics. You had this really interesting thing that happened that got us talking today, but you had kind of, um, of, of being in this, at this march or on the way back, you can tell the story and finding this, uh, this interesting piece of yes, debris. I'm going to save that story. That's a good one. Maybe we can start off uh, part two with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even then. (laughs) So, but, you know, we we often, uh, sometimes we plan these things out, these episodes out pretty, you know, thoroughly. And sometimes we prefer to have it as a conversation as we, uh, the original Oracle Soup idea um, sparked from. And uh, talking about the idea of... um, uh, 
in national events, uh, elections, and what we do as oracles, and how that come, uh, you know, in, entails. Like some people love to to use their um, art for predicting. Some people like to look at inner stuff and outer stuff. So the inner and the exterior, and so. Um, we got to talking about maybe you guys have some ideas and are thinking about the same things that we are, uh, of course, of course, all the time. So we have a lot to say. You know, those are really good points, Gina, because different people have different approaches to tarot and oracles. And that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about when and how might you put these two together and also reasons why you may not want to. And I think it'll be very interesting to see what comes up between us because like you said, we don't know what we're going to say. And we'd very much like to hear what you have to say. But these are just ideas because, for instance, just we just went through uh, an inauguration. We had a transference of power from one president to the other. We also had Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And there's a lot of things that we get reminded about at that time and things that are very valuable to us as human beings, as well as those of us who are professional and, and amateur readers and bringing some of that spirit into our work. And, of course, then we had the Women's March. So um, there's a lot going on this week, and that's why we wanted to put these two topics together. So thank you for joining us. I know you're busy, we're busy, but this is important. So we'll get to it shortly. <music> Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next. Welcome back to Oracle Soup. And, you know, there's a very interesting thing going on among us Tarot and Oracle people. Some are getting involved, some are not. But I noticed a lot of excitement um, when certain political things were coming up, such as elections here in the United States, also elections or, or however different powers come into being in other countries around the world. And the question that we're asking ourselves today is, how does Tarot or oracles fit in with explorations around politics? Politics can not, you know, not only be elections for um, particular um, let's just say positions and roles that might be in your particular government, but it's also social justice issues, social activism, and other ways that politics and issues affect our lives, and how do we manage uh, our relationship to them, and how can our uh, tool of choice, whether it be Tarot or some other oracle, assist us and support us in the exploration? Yes, there are um, a lot of times when... Um, people are posting about what they think is going to happen based on the the, the oracle or the tool that they're using, uh, whether it be astrology or tarot or any other kind of uh, method that they use. And some of these are, are very, very interesting. Um, you and I were talking um, in, in, in terms of predicting who, like who would win an election that's and, a very popular way of using and, something and, like tarot who's gonna win or a lot of people like to look at the um personality uh how the planets and stars and other elements have influenced 
the development of a, uh, a candidate and then what's going to uh, what's going to happen or what how they're going to be all of those things um and uh you know people are using these tools to kind of look at i mean it's just something that we do we do it for hollywood stars even and look at their marriages and, well, and so it's it not only reagan, politics nancy reagan would bring in an astrologer right yes she has it's been a a, a, a popular story that she often used astrologers or brought them in and that's going back to uh, you know the days of yore for many many <laughs> uh, throughout history have have used oracles you know did you know that's how the I Ching began you know those of uh, uh, maybe that's another oracle but very popular in china I Ching itself started off as a sort of like a spiritual guide who was assisting a military campaign and so it was always about what was the wise man going to do in this approach and how do you approach this battle and how do you take care of yourselves. And so it's interesting how politics and divination have gone hand in hand. Even, yes. well, you know, we were looking at the Cathars. The pharaohs had their the Mamluks. Dream- <laughs> the pharaohs had their dream interpreters. Um, mm-hmm. The a, a lot of leaders were go to even like in in Greece, the oracle at, at Delphi, right? And anytime they needed guidance around, um, you know, either either omens, uh, dreams that they had, uh, what was to come, what direction to 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 take, what would be the outcome, on and on and on. All throughout history, we have all of these examples right. of um, some sort of oracular forethought being uh, important in terms of roles of leadership or what to do with the people or how to maintain leadership interestingly enough right yes and wasn't it uh napoleon or at least penelope his wife that utilized mademoiselle lenamont for some guidance for his uh, his political um not just his campaigns, but I actually think the whole court life too, and how people strategize in terms of their roles and getting power. Again, <laughs> when you look at our history as, as in, in terms of being human, this is ongoing um, in terms of people looking for guidance, especially when you have more access. And then you have another thing, you have people as they're conquering, they're adopting and um, other people's customs of, of using uh, yes. uh, oracles. So, yes, Alexander the Great. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's like some of it, some of, yeah, some some of it is like, it, it's unknown. You, you, you would hear, people would hear of, you know, some sort of uh, shaman or, or mystic and really having a curiosity and just trying it out and then it becomes a, a form of what they rely on in terms of, of guidance. Different types, not necessarily in omens, you know, reading the, the entrails and... <laughs> Does anybody read entrails? Because uh, <laughs> I, I do believe there are now. Hit me up, Miss Gina. But actually, there are people who no, still use I'm, animal parts for divination. I'm very serious. I am yeah. so interested in learning um, that. So I contact me if you are, because I'm going. I'm interested. That's some of the history of it. But let's bring it up to today. Now yes. I know 
there's a lot of people out there who were trying to guess who the next president of the United States was going to be, right? Oh, and they were absolutely. using their cards and their astrology and their psychic abilities. I saw things on YouTube with predictions, and I saw things on Facebook and, and on and on. But what what's interesting, and I think you were tapping into this, is that there is the traditional projective uh, predictive element and why people are curious about the outcome and how to prepare themselves for it and then there's those folks who maybe want to influence the process and they're getting guidance about how can I shift things one way or the other direction but then uh, the part of course that always interests me with things like tarot is what are the energies at play here what's going on and what's the thing in the background not so much about who's going to win or who's going to lose but who are these characters you know looking at their astrology or looking at their numerology and their tarot numerology and going what are their strengths and what are their weaknesses and and what is their life purpose and what would it be like to have somebody like that in that particular role of leadership my husband um, back when uh, Obama was just Senator Obama heard him speak I think maybe on Oprah or something and took one look and said, that's our next president. Miss Psychic over here goes, no way. There ain't no <laughs> way. There's no way. There's no way. I said it was going to be our next president too, by the way. He goes, that's our next president. But here's the thing. The, after I heard him speak, I went, he's got to be our president. It's his time. It's just, it's going to happen, right? Okay, so how did you know that? What did you hear or feel or sense within yourself that resonated? Obviously, his voice and the way he spoke really uh, resonated with you. Were there other things in your psychic, I know you're very psychic, other psychic uh, triggers or resonances that aligned and confirmed that for you? Well, and, and there is a sense of knowing it's like tapping into something that is the universal mind maybe Mm, okay mm -hmm. and so it wasn't like i pulled a card and said this is this this is what it's saying or you know it, it was nothing it was just like tapping into something and going i could see this this man doing it on the flip side (laughs) um the the recent election um same kind of thing as much as I do predictions all day long (laughs) the election not so much Um, and here's the reason why well there's a few things but for me the most important things is is um, there's a there's a core of especially in DC uh, there's dark and light and so the dark is very very unpredictable to me and my sense at this past election is there's a there's that that unpredictable darkness and that's what I felt and you know it's like even election day I woke up and went "Ah." and so I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction because I'm almost hearing people and imagining people listening to this program right now and they're wondering yeah but you may you know we may not be all as psychic or intuitive as you are or maybe we don't receive information the same way and do you ever back up your readings with a card for instance I mean in other words when you get a psychic reading do you then go to the cards to back it up Mm -mm. no you don't I don't because that's not of interest to you it's like you have learned a card is going to be associated with this right so in 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 terms of a psychic ability there's no um reference point 
if that makes sense. And so you have to learn how to trust. It's it's just like if I'm looking at a card when I'm doing a reading and there's something supposed to be associated with it, but I, but I pull something that's far left that could <laughs> never, ever be a... It's like, how do you know to say that information? Right. And that's and that's where you. you and I kind of agree on things. It's so interesting. I imagine people are listening out there and they're going, well, I have a different point of view. So I, I want to also speak to those folks because you and I agree so much. Neither one of us are interested in pulling cards to predict who the next whatever is going to be. So let's look at this slightly differently. What about, and I do, I've talked to people who do this, is selecting cards to help you find a way to get through the decisions that were made. So what do you do when, for instance, there's a ballot measure that you're particularly um, excited by or really attached to, and then it doesn't, it doesn't come through the way you want it to, or even a Supreme Court decision, and it doesn't match your expectations. Well, then that's when, for me, and this is what I get excited about, things like Tarot, that's when I go to the cards to say, well, what kind of guidance do I need to get through this time right now? What do I, or what do I need to learn from this situation? You know, uh, even a, a disappointment around election, I might say, well, look, obviously there's a whole group of people who had a very strong feeling that I may not be in touch with. How can I use the cards to help me get more in touch with that? Well, honey, that's the same thing to me as what you would do in prayer. You know, mm-hmm. when I tell you to pray for something, it's going to be okay. We as humans, even as oracles, will find a way through our tools to um, come to terms with the disappointment and a lot of times it's what we don't like as humans and i and this is one of the things i see in terms of my readings and where people fight (laughs) fight the reading is because you want closure you want to be okay you want your sense of normalcy back and so the cards or any sort of the our tools are actually for us a lot of times these are comforting tools for us we rely on that to put our thoughts in order to get our spiritual center back so to speak right and so that's what when something doesn't go your way you always look for a way to get back to your center and reconcile and that's what these tools are actually beneficial for us so many ways. Totally. Amen. <laughs> right? Because, I mean, that, I t- truly, I do believe, them, I see them as healing and helping and centering and balancing, as opposed to, and, and I, I admit, there's people out there, and I, and even though I may not use it this way, but I truly understand, there's people who use things like magic to empower them because they feel disempowered in some way or another. Oh, and I truly get that. Absolutely. And then, there's, and then some of us like to use it to empower ourselves from the inside out or to reflect the power we already have that we need to align with or maybe we forgot it for a moment. But we, I mean, I, let's, I'm going to preach here a little bit, <laughs> is uh, we are powerful beings we just need to remember it sometimes and sometimes the cards are a wonderful reminder of that so to kind of wrap up what we're talking about we were wandering and having a good old time talking about tarot and oracles and politics and i know you have your own ideas we'd love to hear from you and of course the best way to reach us is to go to our facebook page oracle soup podcast you can write something there or you can go to our website oraclesoup.org 
That's right. And you can message us through the Facebook page as well. And if you are, uh, you can message us personally through um, uh, each of our Facebook um, pages as well, personal page, pages if you'd like. But um, I'd really like to thank all of you for joining us in our virtual nook on Oracle Soup. <laughs> And just one last note, as I want to say, you know, even in the Tarot and Oracle community, we can have diversity, we can have differences, we can have contrast, but we can still be one heart. And so I just send in love to you all, and may we always have our sense of unity as well. spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, also named Oracle Soup. Be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com, for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn, at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And .org is like Oregon. Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor is spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.